welcome to the Gone Rock Podcast. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm joined by fellow Pokemon enthusiast Connor. As always, we're bringing you some of the latest and greatest Pokemon news and a few laughs along the way. This week, we have an update on the Pokemon VGC players that were disqualified for Nationals for using the move Metronome. We're also discussing the new Team Rocket HQ collection. We'll reveal how to claim yourself a free shiny Arcanine. And finally, another rare Pokemon TCG card sells for a lot of money. How much? Well, you'll have to stick around, I'm afraid. And finally, in our Devil's Advocate section, we'll be debating if Team Rocket really is the worst evil team. As always, you can jump to a topic using the timestamps in the description below. Connor, how hot are you right now? Oh, I've got a fan on full blast right next to me. It is exactly what I needed right now. (laughs) Hopefully nobody can hear it in the background. I can't, so I think I think we're good. For those of you who don't know, the UK is currently in a heat wave. Uh, it is hotter, apparently, than New York, than Las Vegas, than Turkey, than Greece, which blows my mind a little bit. surprising, yeah. Yeah. Um, wouldn't usually be an issue, except for, like, 99% of houses in the UK just do not have air conditioning, because our houses, do, we, we don't need it. It rains, like, 80% of the year. We don't we don't need air cons. So at the moment, it is a little bit toasty. So if you progressively see me starting to pour with sweat throughout this video, then we know that we need to wrap this up pretty pronto. Yeah, we don't, we don't need Ben dying a heat stroke today. That would be a bad time. Yeah, you'd have to get someone to replace me, and I don't think... Uh, I think oh, that'd I, be... I, I, I can't do this with anyone else. Nobody else is as civil as you. Could you imagine me doing Devil's Advocate with anybody else? Genuinely. <laughs> like, we you're were the very... only person I could do that with and be like, yeah, we're still friends. It's fine. I like that. <laughs> I, like, I, I like that. And I cannot wait to discuss Devil's Advocate later on. But let's jump into the first announcement rather than news. Uh, so Team Rocket HQ Collection is available now at the Pokemon Center. It includes... 30 mix and match pieces that include t-shirts, jackets, a reversible quilted vest, and hats. Um, you can go onto their website to base- to find an image where it just kind of groups them all together. But your reaction when you saw this? Uh, it's it- phenomenal. It looks amazing. Don't get me it- wrong, the t-shirt's a little bit of a miss for me. Mm. It's just mm. a big oversized R, um, which for £35 is a little bit like, not sure on that one. Yeah. Yeah. But the hoodies look phenomenal. Yeah, I agreed. I, go, on. go on. I was going to say, I ha- I have to commend them for their um, promotion of this one as well. Team Rocket have taken over all of Pokemon Twitter. Love that. I absolutely love that. And they're just putting like images, GIFs, memes. Like It's absolutely phenomenal. They're, the, 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 the pieces are hit and miss for me. Like I don't need a pair of rocket socks, but I will admit some of them, like uh, the 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 vest that you can get, the quilted vest looks amazing. The shorts look really nice. Some of the hoodies look good as well. Like I I'm not gonna get these because I do think some of them are on a bit of the pricey side. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when you look at the cost of these, they're about what you'd pay if you were buying merch of probably someone that you follow on Twitter on Twitch or YouTube they're around that price scale. So if you're already buying that kind of merch anyway then you might as well go out of your way and and get this. But yeah, it all looks all looks nice and I would love to see them roll this out with a few of the other teams, honestly. Like the Magma hoodie, absolutely love yeah. that. I would love to wear that. I'd love to have that. Like I'd love to see how quick they could get with the team galactic stuff as well. Oh, these um, are a bit pricey, actually. Yeah, so the hoodie is $69.99 plus yeah. £70. Yeah, that one pence makes all the difference. The the highest priced item was the pullover anorak jacket for £110, yep. which, yeah, a bit pricey. And the socks were £15. Like, I, I can go Primark and get a seven-pack for like four quid. I think See, it was, it was the shorts <laughs> I was that. looking at because I do love me a pair of fleece shorts, mm-hmm. but 40 quid for a pair of shorts seems like a lot. Yeah, but you guys can make your own decision on that one. Exactly, exactly. Let's move on to the next announcement. So in April this year, uh, professional Pokemon VGC player uh, Paul Chua won the Europe International Championships. One of his Pokemon was an Arcanine with a Grass Terratype. To celebrate his victory, uh, the Pokemon Company are going to release this Pokemon as a shiny, uh, and you have to redeem a code. The code isn't out yet. It'll be revealed during the North America International Championship 
live stream between June the 30th and July the 3rd. So you've not got long to wait. Um, will you be logging on to claim this? Uh, I might do. I think I'd be silly not to, considering he is my channel mascot. And I'm not the biggest fan of Shiny Arcanine. I actually think original Arcanine looks better. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you got to have it really, haven't you? Yeah, if it was a regular Arcanine, I'd I'd be like, oh, well, if I'm playing anyway, I'll get it. A shiny, whenever there's a free shiny, I don't pass it up because one day I do want to complete a you know a shiny living deck. So this is just an easy way to get a shiny. Um, and I do like its moveset. It's got a really interesting moveset. Ooh, what's as, the moveset? As, as well. uh, so it's got Flare Blitz, Will-O-Wisp, Protect, and Extreme Speed. Its ability is Intimidate. Uh, I think I mentioned that the Terror Type's Grass, and it's got the Safety Goggles as well. So it's it's a really unique... Competitively viable Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know what? You could actually, if they keep doing this and keep putting out those competitive Pokemon, you could eventually build a team of winners, so to speak. And then, yeah. and then you could easily get to master's rank. Um, <laughs> it's just that simple. It's, it is that simple. I have yet to get there, and I don't think I ever will. Um, let's move on to the third piece of news. I told you I'd reveal the price of this uh, this Pokemon card. So a second grader's hand-drawn Pokemon card has set a new record with a $25,800 sale. So... This is <laughs> so um on June the eleventh this year. It wasn't a second grader who sold it. No, no, no. The second grader made the art for this card as part of a competition uh for the release of the Pokemon movie Arceus and the Jewel of Life over in Japan. So this was in 2009. Okay, and then they went ahead and produced a, a, a number of these cards with this you on it and we don't know what's happened to the rest of them apparently the auction house that ran this claims there are only between 13 and 100 of these in existence now the reason this one was sold for so much is because it was a mint 10 condition meaning it was absolutely pristine and you quite like the artwork didn't you uh, yeah, I think it's really pretty. Actually, when you told me that a second grader made it, I was quite surprised because it looks it's stunning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a second grader is one around the age of age of seven, eight, is it? I well, believe. I don't know. Something like um, that. That's, that's what I looked up online, but I, that was like the first link that I got. Um, so do you think, because I'm not going to lie, I, I as someone who at one point had a child that was this age, there was there was no way my child could do this. Is this the parent doing it? And submitting it? Um, <laughs> you feels... don't know. It's so... <laughs> it's it's possible that the child designed it and then the parent yes. improved it, if that makes sense. Because it's got like a yeah. rainbow in the background. It's got all the flowers and things like that. Or maybe they stenciled a whole bunch of different things on top of each other to get that same effect. Not sure maybe. is the answer. No, maybe, maybe. Right, let's move on to the last piece of news, which is an update following last week's uh, revelation that four members of Team Korea's competitive Pokemon VGC team were disqualified uh, for trying to use the move Metronome in protest, and um, this this was because of the the the. the what they said was that it was a poor state of the competitions that they had competed in. They were plagued by a load of bugs, and they weren't in person either. Uh, So the update is that Pokemon Korea has permanently banned these players from future tournaments. Not for the same reason. Okay. So it's not due to Metronome. This is a follow-up. This is now because they have since found out that the Pokemon that they were going to use were genned in. They were modified Pokemon. Um, They also Mm. claimed that the players had decided beforehand to rig the tournament standings. Whether that's because they plan to use Metronome and that's the way they're pitching it. Not sure. Not clarified. Modified Pokemon, of course, are not allowed. That's that's never been allowed. People have been caught before. People haven't been necessarily banned for it outright before. 
but I think this is a culmination of things all on top of each other, and Pokemon Korea have gone, no, no I'm just not playing this game with you anymore. I, I, I kind of feel like the Jenningen of the Pokemon is almost the smoking gun of, oh, this is the, this is, for Pokemon Korea, this is the easiest way to kind of yeah. say the band, because any of the other routes they could have gone down, I think opens up the the challenge of, well, you're doing it because they've criticized you and you haven't addressed that. You've just taken the easy route, which is to ban it and hopefully sweep this under the rug. Whereas if they could put out all the communications now going, no, they gend in Pokemon, like, and that's not allowed and just end it there. Anyone that just reads the headlines is just going to think, oh, well, yeah, okay. Well, they got banned because they, they've, you yeah. know, cheated almost. Um, yeah, they still got disqualified for the metronome play. But they have been permanently banned because of the Gen in Pokemon. Oh, this is it's a it's a like last week. It, it's as complicated because we don't have all the we don't have all the facts. We we can only talk about what we've got, and I feel like I, <laughs> this just it just feels like it sets a really interesting precedent. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens as a result of this because next time people might go, okay, well, we're going to do a protest, but we're not going to fall in the same pit hole of, okay, we're going to bring real Pokemon that we've bought that have, you know, Growl and Leah, like moves that you can't win with and we'll just stall out, run the clock mm. down. And it'll be interesting to see what the Pokemon company's response to that is. Yeah, if if this kind of thing happens again. Yeah, yeah, true. It might not. This might just be a one-off and, and people just think it's not worth it. There's no point trying to... Well, that, that's, the, that's the other question is, do you think this is a... Is this enough of a deterrent now to make other people not want to do this kind of thing again? It, it, it ultimately depends on the on the person. Like, one person hearing this might double down and go, hold on, this is out of order, I'm going to stand up, you know, I'm going to, you know, my my morals and values are, I need to fight this. Other people might go, you know what, I might not like some of the issues that there are, but it's not worth potentially risking a career over. Because for some people, this potentially is a career because of how much they can potentially earn and the time that goes into it. So I I can understand both sides of people either fighting it, doubling down, or just going, you know what, I'm just going to put up with this for now. Um, It's just a shame that, like, it's just a shame that these people have obviously wanted to protest in a unique way, and then this is the fallout of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, think- it's 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 a shame that it's escalated to this point. Um, but there you are. I mean, unfortunately, Pokemon are well within their rights to do this. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anyone can really argue otherwise. So yep. we just, as we say, we'll keep you updated if there's any further news. But I think that's probably it for these guys. I think it is, unfortunately, but like Connor says, yeah, if, if there is an update, we'll we'll bring it to you. Um, funnily enough, we've had a question around VGC, uh, courtesy of King Nido, who was asked, with all the VGC discourse, do you think there is a way to make the VGC more exciting for viewers? Interesting. So I was at Europe, uh, the European Nationals, at, or sorry, European Internationals, and I complained that VGC was not fun to watch. Um, a lot of that came down to the fact that a lot of people were using the same Pokemon and not even just the same Pokemon, but literally the same stat layout and moveset. Um, as I say, the two people in the final had the exact same Fluttermane. So that you kind of can't get over. That's just how metas are built and some Pokemon are just stronger than others. One thing they did last year that they haven't got in place for this game was a spectator mode which was a case if you didn't see any either of the teams uh you sorry you didn't see either the player picking their moves or what they were going to switch into uh you just saw the camera flying around and you saw the pokemon so you had that level of anticipation building up and then it what it also had was a bunch of on-screen display that you don't usually get within the game so you knew what pokemon had come out 
um, much in the same way as it does in the anime. You only see what Pokemon a person's brought once they've actually sent them out. So there's all this anticipation that gets built up throughout it. And that, when Sword and Shield had this spectator mode, it was a lot more fun to watch. Watching just one person's side of the game, it's it's just not the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that would be an initial step for me. Other than that, I'm not sure. Um, outside of just making Pokemon battles more exciting to play. Um, I think commentators have a lot to say for how enjoyable watching a any kind of sport is, especially making it accessible as far as esports are concerned. My hat always goes off to uh, the guys who do TCG. Wasi is amazing. And the guys who do Pokemon Unite, uh, Spraggles, and I always forget the other guy's name. I'm really sorry for that. But those the guys who do Unite are phenomenal commentators. As somebody who doesn't follow Unite, they make it the most enjoyable thing to watch because their energy is just so high and they get so hyped and you just feed off of it. The VGC commentators aren't bad, but you just don't have that same level of energy off of them. Yeah, that was going to be one of my comments with the the VGC competitions that I've watched is they feel very hit and miss in terms of the commentators. Sometimes they, you get a great commentator who, like you say, has loads of energy, but doesn't just talk, doesn't just say what is what you can see on screen. Like mm-hmm. bad ones are going, oh, okay, they used Will O Wisp. Okay, yeah, I, I can I, see I, they I, used Will O Wisp. Yeah, Tell me like, why they why? used it and yes. what that means yes. for the rest of this game. Yes, exactly. Like talk, talk me through, like you know. The percentage of missing, so therefore, you know, what's the risk of them trying to use that? Why did they choose a spe- specific Pokemon? Uh, like, what are the what are the downsides of being burnt? Like, and and I'm saying these because I'm saying these as if I don't know the answers to all those questions already. But for people that might be the first time entering this, that might not know some of the little details of like, you know paralysis reduces your speed and things like that like that is how you get people enticed by okay not only am i enjoying this but i'm factually learning things about the game that i can bring to my play style whether that whether or not that is single player experience potentially playing vgc nuzlocking it whatever format they want to want to play i also think one of the other things that i would like to see and maybe they already do this but if so i haven't seen it is post-match like conversation with the players maybe they already do that yeah. if they do i haven't seen it and you see it in in football and don't get me wrong like football football interviews aren't always the best but where they kind of break it down if you're watching like sky sports is like they bring up like a, a like they zoom in onto the match after the match and go well if he'd have just moved over here and they move the players and like they they draw arrows to where the foot yeah. the, the football should have gone and i know that isn't a one-to-one translation but what i would like to see is a breakdown of those matches after and go okay so this is why they won or this is why they lost and if they'd have done this instead then you know what what could have the follow-up have been on that so so, so i even don't if, watch a lot of the streams i know live they do that oh do they i know they do they do do some of the breakdowns and some of the replays and things like that they do do okay commentary over the top of it okay which Um, but yeah for me it's the live commentary that means more i yeah reads reads is the biggest one because a read is very hard to understand if you don't if you're not really into the game yeah um because yeah. there was one, there was one match, and I can't remember when it where it was where, um, basically, Amoongus is in so many teams at the moment because it has Spore. Spore is a one hundred percent accurate move that puts an opponent to sleep, and and for anyone a, who only plays singles, uh, as far as VGC is concerned, there is no sleep clause. Yeah, so you can just you can just sleep everything. But what I I think I saw it, but I, I might like this was a while ago, and I, I can't remember if I saw it or if I, I heard about it. But basically, what happened is it was a two-on-two battle. One of the players lost the first match because of uh, because of um, Spore putting one of their mons to sleep, and he just shut them down. They couldn't go on the offensive with the mon that was asleep. So in the following match, they burnt their own Pokemon. Yeah. 
because it couldn't then get put to sleep. So the Amoongus went last because of how slow it is. Tried to put it to sleep. It failed because it was already burnt, so it wasted a turn. And because that Mon was now burnt and was using special attack, so burn doesn't har- burn halves your attack, doesn't halve your special attack. So because it was a special attacking Mon, it could then go on the offensive and attack. And they're the kind of things where you really need a good commentator who can break these reasons down because some people might look at that and go, Wait, why 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 would you attack your own mon? And actually in that scenario it was the right thing it to do. It was a brilliant move to make. Oh, yes. But yeah, and that's the thing, you need somebody who is skilled enough in the game to know what's going on in these players' heads. Agreed. Agreed. And what I would like to see, I think, is like for me, it always seems to be whenever there's a there's um uh competition and there's a live stream it always falls on really awkward days for me so i always have to go back and kind of like find the video scrub through it and i'd much rather them just have a channel that is just like you know highlights from vgc battles like the big Mm -hmm. battles at each competition so you show the fight you have the 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 person or the the people the commentators talking about it and then you do that post breakdown afterwards you want want your saturday morning football pretty much yeah yeah, I, yeah. I, and you know that's something. That's a channel that I could subscribe to and ring the bell for, much like it should do for this one, um, because <laughs> because because then I could get those bite-sized chunks of videos rather than you know if you, it, like I think they put a lot of the long Pokemon streams on the Pokemon channel. I don't want to hit the bell or subscribe for that one because then I'm going to get flat. I'm going to get yeah, bombarded everything. with everything that I don't want. So if they had a separate channel, I think that'd be a nice way. And then you could then read the comments as well and see what people are saying and suggesting and talking about that the commentators might have might have um, missed out on. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. So there's your answer. If you've got a comment or question, you can reach us by leaving a comment on our podcast on YouTube, by emailing goldenrodpod at gmail.com, by leaving leaving it on our Discord channel, by using the hashtag goldenrodpod on Twitter. Now, Connor, it's that time again where we, one of us, will be devil's advocates. And the, the prompt this week is Team Rocket is the worst evil team. Now you're you're arguing that they are the worst evil team, and I've got to argue that they're not the worst evil team. Uh-huh. So, because I am dying for a drink of water because of our hot sisters, I'll let you. I'll let you go first. Okay, I, I'm just going to ask you one question: What is Team Rocket? They are they're they're a stand-in for the mafia, right? They are. Wrong! Like you're a- wrong. They're the oh, yakuza, God. and that's the why yakuza. Team Rocket suck because okay. nobody even knows what they are because they are the only team that really gets lost in translation. They are supposed to be a stand-in for the yakuza, not the mafia, who are similar but very much not the same. And Team Rocket have a lot of lore and a lot of history, but you know where a lot of that lore and history is? It's lost to time. Team Rocket was started by a woman. So you know it's not a great team. God, no, I can't use that argument. That's really bad. <laughs> so wait, I don't believe this. So I don't believe this. Hold on. Let's back, let's back this up. Just for my mindset. Just so I know where I'm coming from here. So you're saying because Team Rocket was started by a, a woman, oh it is God. therefore not good. I was getting really hard into my like stupid argument phase. Just argument for sake of argument. And I just threw something out there that i really don't agree with um <laughs> right let's try this one again okay, okay. team two. rocket team rocket was started by a woman who nobody's even heard of because okay. everybody only listens to her son um who took over the family business after she retired and disappeared into nothingness because that's what happens to everyone from team rocket who finishes working for team rocket they just disappear into nothingness because they're nothing because in team rocket just what oh let's get some money let's steal some pokemon and make some money oh how how what what how are you going to gain money with pokemon like the the, the plan never goes any further than that it's it's very baseline steal pokemon make bank there's no in between here you know we had team rocket get taken down by a 10 year old in the very first game they then tried to rebuild in the second games failed miserably as another 10 year old took them down um 
I mean, every evil team gets taken down by a 10-year-old, so that's not really a great argument. This is a really hard one! <laughs> this okay, is a really okay, hard okay. one! Well, I'll, I'll jump in there, uh, I guess, just to, just to kind of talk about why Team Rocket aren't the worst evil team. There are worse teams. Um, so let, let's just let's just start with the e. I'm going to start with the easy answer here. The the worst evil team is obviously Team Yell. Okay, because they are billed as oh they're the they're the bad guys of Generation Eight in the Galar region, but they're not even evil. Like what no, they're do not. they Macrocosmos actually do? Macrocosmos are the evil team. <laughs> well, I'm going for Team Yell because I'm going. Well, you're the, wrong. I'm going to the Pokemon website. They're, they're, they're not the evil Fine. team. <laughs> Macrocosmos team no, Star. Mac- no, no, no. Because you can't do this. You can't be like, oh, well, the evil team. No, because they're the twist evil team, right? <laughs> okay. The okay. same way as you can't say Team Skull are the worst evil team because they're not. Because um, Aether Foundation are the evil team of Generation Seven. So if you're gonna, you can't okay. bring in these okay. people who aren't okay. evil teams and try and compare them. Okay. The reason why then that the Macrocosmo is an ev- even worse evil team is because, like, what does Rose do? Rose realizes, oh, there's gonna be an issue in a thousand years time. And what does he t- and What does he do? What does he do instead of going? I'm just going to wait till the next day and I'm going to address this with somebody who is on my side, by the way, and Leon. Leon is flat out on board with Rosie's ideas, maybe not his plan, but his ideas. And instead of doing that, he decides, oh, I'm just going to do something now. He then, like, at least, at least with Team Rocket, they could utilize... Mewtwo. They they show it in the anime. They utilize Mewtwo. Giovanni had Mewtwo in the palm of his hands and he screws Let it, it go. Up. Where where is whereas Rose literally cannot even control Eternatus. He cocks it up so much. I don't know if you can believe that. He messes it up so much that a pair of children have to come in with their pet dogs to address it. Like can you imagine that, like, losing because you are so inept and so short-sighted that you that you bundle something that you could actually, like, address and solve? And not to mention, like, with Team Rocket's, like, underlings, like the, the next level under Giovanni, they're all fairly competent and the only reason they lose in in gold and silver is because this protege this 10 year old wonder kid comes in and sweeps them okay whereas in sword and shield like there are no good underlings they're all useless and the one underling that he has is literally his pa who is an absolute psychopath can we just add like no competence there like she she could instantly just snap and just ruin the plans even more like macrocosmo is is a much worse evil team so here's the thing rose lost because um he couldn't control the overwhelming power of eternatus who is one of the strongest legendary pokemon of all time giovanni had mewtwo he had him he had, if, you, if you're going off the anime, he had him, yeah. he had yeah. him working for him, he had him armored up and was teaching him how to be a better Pokemon. How did he lose him? He walked in and went, ha ha ha, I'm better than you. Nah, 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 nah. And Mewtwo went, all right, I'm, I'm out then. All he had to do was keep his mouth shut and he couldn't even do that. But that speaks to his confidence. He is, he is oh, such a, mis- a good misplaced, leader. Misplaced <laughs> confidence. He's not a good leader if he didn't manage to lead his Pokemon he to is, victory. No, hold on. He is that good of a leader, right? That, that he keeps even... the worst team no. around for series after series <laughs> no. after series. Why are these three idiots still on the payroll? Why? <laughs> because because Giovanni is Ash's dad and he's secretly training team. He's getting Team Rocket to Batlash so that Ash gets better, okay? He's, he's, he's completely in on it, which is why he's never fired them or anything else. But the point I was going to make is that Giovanni is such a good leader. He has such a powerful influence on his team that three years after he has left, he still has people fighting, attempting to take over the radio tower to signal Giovanni, to bring him back into the fold. Because, because they they're nothing without him. him. Because the team itself is not strong. You you think about other teams, right? You think if Getsis leaves uh, Team Plasma, 
they've still got their ideology behind them that will carry them forward. Team Galactic still have their ideology behind them that will lead them forward. Team Magma, Team... Uh, team oh, team Aqua? Aqua? Yeah. yeah. They've still got their ideology. All the other teams are built on something. Team Rocket are just like, well, I'll keep working for him because I get money that way. Speaking of teams that and are as soon built as he off- leaves, I'm I'm done because we can't make money without him. Because, okay. Even though we couldn't really make all that money with him, because everything we ever tried to do failed miserably. I'm trying to think what what did they? Well, every other team got what they wanted. Wow, every I, other team got what they wanted, except no, the, Team Rocket. Mm, I, so. Team, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought, brought up Team Magma, Magma and Aqua because let, let's be honest, their their plans were flawed, but they got what they wanted. Flawed. They flawed. had, they like, had a plan. They, they saw one, it through to fruition. One wanted to flood the earth, and uh-huh. the other one wanted to expand the landmass to the point where, like, there wasn't any water. You know that one thing that life needs to 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 grow. Like, if you want to talk about teams that are just inept, like, talk about these two. Not only like their issues start before that. Like, literally, they get to the top of the mountain and can't even select the color coded orb based on both their outfits and the the legendary Pokemon that they are trying to control. Like, that's how much they screw that up. They okay. select the wrong orb. And then they go, they, oh, yeah, now let's summon the, the legendary Groudon or Kyogre. And don't have a plan in place to... As, a, as opposed to Giovanni, who invades uh, Silphco and has the president at his mercy and... Uh, oh, all right. I can't. I can't hurt him really. I can't hurt him really. I, I won't. I won't take the master ball by force. The master ball he has on him. <laughs> he has to the the master ball master. he has on him. This mafia <laughs> boss, this yakuza leader, doesn't just go gimme and like beat the man to death. No, he has to be like, oh, tarnish. Gosh darn, you said no to me. At so- least Team Magma and Team Aqua took the orb by force from the old man. They're not, I'm afraid, to <laughs> okay. step on an old man's head to get what okay. they want. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's, that's a fair point. But if we if we are talking about Team Rocket, like, and where they end up in three years' time after the events of, uh, of Red, Blue, and Yellow, mm-hmm. it is canon that they then go on to form Team Rocket Rainbow, or Rainbow Rocket, which is arguably, right, the best team. And why is it the best team? Because they hire the leaders of all the other teams! Because Because Team Rocket can't do it on their own! (laughs) They have to get everyone else involved to actually be any good. Yo, this is Power Rangers syndrome! This is just a team-up, okay? Like, they will will always lose, and the team-up will always be be stronger. And, like, at least Giovanni got hard, like, most of the way... You know what? Giovanni might have screwed up at the the end with how he handled... Like, how he mishandled the situation with Mewtwo. But at least he got that far... And got the Mewtwo, okay? Another redo on that. Giovanni could potentially win and then conquer the world and do whatever he wants. Team Flare, on the other hand, their whole their whole idea. You know what? Team Flare are the worst are, are the worst team because they just want to wipe out all life on the planet. Yeah. So? I <laughs> so terrible idea. The, the world is ugly. They're not wrong. <laughs> It's not. It's not ugly in the Pokemon world. Pokemon world is perfect. Look, no at, least, at least jobs. No, 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 right. At, at least, at least they had an idea. They went. Something is not right in this world. Let's create a solution. Team Rocket just became part of the problem. They just went. This capitalistic society we live in. Let's not fight it. Let's not try and overthrow it with all the power we have. Let's just be part of the problem. But Team Flare, Lysander, literally, his whole issue is around, you know, this the state of the world. Like humans mm-hmm. are are not taking care of of the state of this world. And instead of going, okay, using my power and influence, he he knows the uh, the professor of the region. He knows the um, the uh, champion of the, the the region. Literally, one of the members of the Elite Four is in his inner circle. I, I can't remember the fire. Elite Four member's name, but she's inside the inner circle. And instead of going, let's pool our resources together, 
and figure out a solution to this issue. Because, oh, I don't know, there's literally a legendary Pokemon in that game that is built around protecting the ecosystem. There are legendary Pokemon across the world. We've seen Suicune, like, you know, removing the poison and toxins from, you know, lakes and and whatnot. And so many of these Pokemon, these legendary Pokemon, are built around protecting and healing the planet. And instead of going, let's pull our resources, our knowledge, and protect the world... He just goes down the default route of, nah, 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 scrap it, scrap it. We had we had our attempts. Let's just reverse it all to, you know, square one. Lee. Well, let's not forget that he didn't decide to want to go to square one. He wanted to wipe out all of humanity, except those who paid him a hefty profit. He was running a cult. <laughs> he was, no, he was running, he was running a, a cult. cult. He and was I, running I, a you cult. You've got to hand it to the man. He <laughs> was running the most successful cult other than maybe Team Plasma. Yeah. Can you remind me on what Team Plasma's goals are? Team Plasma- the dragons, in it. So Team Plasma's goal was, in theory, to re- release all Pokemon from trainers because trainers were evil. Because yeah. battling Pokemon was not okay, so we were going to convince the world to release their Pokemon. Getsis's real plan was to get the world to release all their Pokemon, so only he had Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah. Which is okay. genius. <laughs> which is okay, right. If you can't tell I'm clutching the straws game through the teams just to kind of like remember which one. So Team Galactic, what was their plan? What was uh, Cyrus's uh, plan? Cyrus wanted to erase the world and build a new one in his image. Okay, right. Which fair play. Like if you're gonna have a if you're gonna have go a dream, big. dream big. <laughs> go, go, go big. <laughs> go big or go home. And then team Team Star? Who who is the evil team? There is no evil team. There isn't really an evil team. I mean, the evil team theoretically is the uh, protection protocol that takes over the AI at the end. That's that's the that's the antagonist with the, with the least speak. And then yeah. we've got um, uh, who is it in the Ether Ether Foundation? Yeah, the Ether in... Foundation. Which, to be fair, she um, Lusamine is a, quite a tragic story, really, because she goes a little bit mad because her husband gets taken by an Ultra Beast and she obsesses over these Ultra Beasts and tries to track him down and find him again. And she ends up go- taking herself to Ultra Space. And that's 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 their whole thing. They just want to get to Ultra Space, which, which is fair. I'd, I'd want to find my husband if he went missing. Okay, so she's in it for all the wrong reasons. She's she's not being evil enough, is what I'm hearing, and therefore they are the worst evil team. Well, no, because you've got other people in there, like the the bug eyed green scientist, green, green scientist bug-eyed dude, fella. scientist dude. Right, I'm trying to think up any other arguments I have for why some of these other ones are worse. Because team Team Rocky feels like they might not have fully accomplished their goals, but they got. They, they they hit a nice little midway point and they were sticking around even after Giovanni lost. Whereas all the others just kind of, oh, we lost, let's pack it in and done and dusted and just completely give up. I don't know. I think Team Rocket are the only ones who didn't get defeated in order to lose their legendary. Everybody else got their legendary and then lost. Whereas Team Rocket got their legendary, the legendary beat them themselves. <laughs> And then they spent the whole game tracking them down whilst you picked them off. So they were actually the furthest from their end goal, which was get the world's most powerful Pokemon, take over the world, earn all the money. Which, it's, it's, it's a nothing idea. And again, okay. this is second generation. And let's not forget that Giovanni also then had a son who he should have been passing his legacy down to, but instead he went, nah, I'm done now. I'm going to be in by a 10-year-old. I'm out. I'm done. I'm going to go wear a hat at the top of a waterfall and maybe throw myself off, but that's that's never confirmed. Okay. Time for closing arguments? Uh, closing arguments, again, they, they, they are the weakest team. I think if you put them in a fight with any of the other teams, they would lose. Um, they've been doing this for decades now and are no closer to their end goal than they ever have been. Yeah, that's it. Okay, um, team, team Rocket are not the worst evil team. They have le- they have left a lasting legacy in all forms of Pokemon media, whether or not it's the video games, the anime, 
Heck, I don't know. Like, they're they are that popular still because of how successful they were. They've probably released a clothing line. Who knows? I don't know. Um, but, but I must say that there are, there are other teams that I've already discussed that unfortunately didn't live up to their goals or expectations and messed it up in such a remarkable way when a win was so close and within their grasp. Nice. Who do you think you... Yeah. (laughs) Let us know. Let us know down below. And don't just let us know who you think won. Let us know... Let let us know how bad you thought that woman started an argument was. (laughs) 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 Really... Like, I just really dropped into... (laughs) (laughs) Argument state... (laughs) I feel really bad for it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Okay, I don't good. believe most of what I said, all right? Give me a break. Um, to, to be fair, I'm, I'm kind of... You You haven't read a lot of the manga, have you? I haven't, unfortunately, which is a shame because what I have... The, the odd snippets I've seen and what I've read, the manga is, is what I wish the anime yeah. was. So Team Rocket, as far as like, again, I've only read up to Yellow, I think. Um, the Team Rocket in there are unbelievable. They've got a bunch of the gym leaders involved. Um, mm. I think Lieutenant Surge, Sabrina, and Koga are all part of Team Rocket. And it's kind of brilliant that they are as well. Because, you know, you get the badge boost in Gen 1. Mm. The badge boost is a legitimate thing that you get as part of uh the lore of the world which means having them on your side allows them to hand out the badges to all the team rocket members making them all stronger and then they go through not only are they after mewtwo like uh they had blaine on their side at one point who is uh gave dna to make mewtwo and things like that um blaine defected effective uh eventually but they then also got hold of Moltres, Zapdos, and Articuno and fused them together. Oh, it's right. Okay. Yeah. Which, which, funnily enough, I'm playing Infinite Fusions at the moment on my channel. And that is one of Giovanni's... That Giovanni accomplishes yeah. that. He fuses the three of them. So that that is likely where the people that, that made from. Infinite Fusion got that idea from. That's absolutely amazing. I love that. I'd love to... I think the manga is something that is on my, you know, to-do list at, at some point because I've only heard positive things about yeah. it. And it feels like what I've heard is like, um, it's like, whereas anime is predominantly aimed towards like everything's nicey-nicey and you don't really rock the status quo, the manga is, okay, let's let's get a little bit more realistic so where is like the Pokemon anime? Oh, okay, ish, ish is grittier. It's okay, it's rougher. Yeah. You know, everybody right. will point out that an Arbok gets cut in half. Um, it's not all like that, but yeah, it's good fun. Okay, brilliant. Um, yeah, that I need I need to read that at some point. And one last little plug: if you've got an idea of something that you want us to debate. Let us know in the comment section down below or email in. You'll know all the usual ways you can get in contact with us in the description down below. Connie, are you up for playing a game? I am. Perfect. In front of me, I have three Pokemon with three Pokedex entries each. But can Connor spot the fake entry? And there's a theme as always here. The first Pokemon is Zygarde, 10% form. So you can it's probably see it's, it's the, the 10% form... Is the dog, yes. Okay. Best form. The best form. So, entry number one. This is Zygarde's form when about 10% of its cells have been gathered. It runs across the land at speeds greater than 60 miles per hour. The second entry. This is Zygarde when about 10% of its pieces have been assembled. It leaps at its opponent's chest and sinks its sharp fangs into them. And the third and final entry. Zygarde dispersed its cells across the region to monitor for threats to the ecosystem. After identifying a threat, more of its cells begin to reunite. Okay, I'm leaning towards the first one. Uh, The reason being that 60 miles an hour doesn't seem that fast. Yeah, that's, that's that's my main reason. 
Okay. Uh, the first entry was was a real True. one. Mm-hmm. It was the final entry. Okay, fair enough. The fake one. And honestly, when you suddenly said it was the dog form, I realized, oh, it is. I thought it was just the cell form. So <laughs> I kind of realized when I said about dispersed its cells across the region to monitor, I thought you might go, ah, right. Okay, he's messed up here because like it hasn't dispersed the cells. It's still got... 10% of the cells. Okay. Um, so I had to add in an extra word when I was reading out, so I had to add in the more. Otherwise, it would have completely just given Clever. it away, I think. Yeah. Uh, so the next Pokemon is Zygarde, 50% form. So entry number one. This is Zygarde's form when it is a, when it is at half of its full potential. Failing to collect more cells will cause its body to, to, to deteriorate. I don't know why I really struggled reading that one. The second entry. This is Zygarde's form when it has gathered 50% of its cells. It wipes out all those who oppose it, showing not a shred of mercy. And the final entry. This is Zygarde's form when about half of its pieces have been assembled. It plays the role of monitoring the ecosystem. I'm gonna go with the first one again you're correct it is the okay. first one so what why why the reason for the first one is it just me just struggling uh, to say yeah anything? a little bit it was just like uh you're tripping over this one a little bit it feels hard to read okay yeah yeah yep yeah, yep yeah, yep yeah, yep yeah, yeah. that's also well i don't think it deteriorates that feels odd the idea okay. that like, it, this wouldn't hold up considering that's the first one we got introduced to was it fifty percent form? Funnily enough, the deteriorating part it's of that part of another it's part of the ten percent one. Yes, yes. Ah. So that's why. I, so I nicked it from that one because um, I thought with the with the first ten percent form there was better entries, and I wanted to use that deteriorating one in something. So I brought that across, and that is because in my head, for whatever reason, at the time of writing these, the fifty percent form, I just had it in my head that it was the the dog. Yeah. I don't know why, because I know it's not. It's the, the landworm kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so the final Pokedex entry this week is the Zygarde complete form. So, entry number one. This is Zygarde's 100% form. It is enough power to overwhelm even Xerneas or Yvettel. Entry number two. This is Zygarde's perfected form. From the orifice on its chest, it radiates high-powered energy that eliminates everything. And the third and final entry, this is Zygarde's ultimate form. It is strong enough to purge the planet of anything that threatens the ecosystem. I don't, I don't, I don't like the use of the word orifice there. <laughs> I, 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 know, I know it's a scientific term that means like your mouth and your nose and your ears. But what but do also, you think of when you... It also means your butthole. <laughs> yeah, that's what you, yeah, that's what you go to. It, um, third one. <laughs> Correct. Well done. Well done, two out of three. What, why the third one? Um, it brought up the ecosystem thing again, which I think is more to do with the 50% form than the 100% form. Okay. What do you while while we're on the subject of Zygarde, what do you make of its like complete form, its design? I think it's it's interesting. I really wish we got Pokemon Z. Yes. I really wish we got a better look at it and more lore as to exactly what it is and why it is, instead of just a egg hunt in Sun and Moon, and then it's just like there you go, it's here. Um, I think if we're going to get a X and Y sequel, whether that be an extension to another game where we get to go to a bit of Kalos, whether that'll ever happen, or whether we get the X and Y remakes, or whether we get a sequel game somewhere in the future, I sincerely hope they cover this uh, in more detail. I think they did it quite a lot in the anime, but I never watched the end of XYZ, so not sure. I think it's fine. I think it looks okay. I just wish I knew more about it. It's it's a strange one because like I I kind of feel like those three together is one of the strongest trios. Yes. Like, however, int- I think they look the least like a trio. Agreed. Yes, I, I agree with you on that one. But I wish we did because like Zygarde for me, I didn't really when I played X and Y, I, I didn't get it, and then Sun and Moon eventually I got round to collecting all the pieces. But then by that point. I moved on and I didn't get to see its complete form until I think Sword and Shield were out mm-hmm. off the top of my head. And it just I just remember looking at the design and going, 
like I get what they're going for, but I it just doesn't fit with the others. But then I guess the dog doesn't fit with the with the land worm either. It's a really it doesn't feel like they naturally flow yeah, on. Yeah, they don't each flow other. into each other. Like, but I guess maybe that's the design they were going for of well, these aren't evolutions, they're a percentage of its power. Yeah. And which is why they look so like the cell, like the, the single cell doesn't look like any of the others. It's such a mishmash of designs. And like, I can like elements of the complete form, but it's it's one of those Gen 6 mons that doesn't, it feels a bit out of place in terms of design. There's a few of them in Gen 6 that feel like they, they push the boundaries a bit too far of what a Pokemon looks like. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, arguably, I'd say Gen 6 has one of the strongest dexes ever. Yeah, um, I, agree. I, I agree. I think of all the new Pokemon they added, granted, it's not a lot. They didn't add a whole bunch of new Pokemon in that one, but I think a lot of strong what designs. they did were really, really strong. Um, mm. I think Sword and Shield might have the next one. Um, but yeah. Perfect. Unfortunately, um, they gave us things like Aromatis and the the Marshmallow thing. Slurpuff. Slurpuff, yeah, I hate those. Slurpuff. I yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's they were just there to pad out the fairy typing, I I think is 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 why, unfortunately. Um I didn't ask you this before we start recording. Anything you want to plug? Um the battle lock is still going up on Baker's channel. I have nothing going up on mine as of yet, but we're working. We're working. Good. I've mean, I've watched the first couple of uh, I think two no three episodes of the Battle Lock yeah. I've I've watched really enjoyable really liking it liking the fast cut that that Baker's done where he's cut out a lot of the you know not not dead air because I'd imagine you're still talking through those sections yeah. but he's just pulling out all the key moments the I, bits I, I that really you've like seen that. the bits of just wandering around yeah yeah no one really cares about those bits they just want all the, like any kind of format where it's two people versing each other especially with like a battle you know mm. format like that's what the people want so the fact that two out of the three episodes have finished with that is like real credit to you know you design around doing that which i i, I really like in terms of what i've got coming up next uh, yeah next friday so a week from today publishing episode one of the emerald crest series between myself british eagle and soul Crest. so it's a race to beat the elite four and the champion emerald crest is a is a rom hack of emerald that brings in a load of additional features such as wild bosses fairy typings pokemon all the way up to legends arceus including generation eight it's really great way to play emerald really enjoying it and that's the show for this week. If you've gotten this far, you're just a top dollar, aren't you? Connor, where can we find you? You can find me on my YouTube channel at Captain Fidget or on Twitter at Cap Fidget. I'm Ben, and you can find me as Professor Homing Gaming on YouTube and Professor Homing on Twitter. As for the Golden Rob Podcast, you can find us on the usual platform. Search for Golden Rob Podcast on YouTube or on your usual podcast app. Leave a like on YouTube or a five-star review if you're listening as a podcast. We'll be back next Friday for another week of Pokemon Podcast content. See ya! See ya!